Hello folks. Well, here it is Friday. We made it through another week. And I don't know about you, but I've had one hell of a week. I'm going to tell you not only what's on my mind, but what's on the mind of many Americans. Although you won't hear it on the 6 o'clock news. I'm talking, of course, about the so-called migrant crisis from the invaders of our southern border. I fully realize and expect to catch a lot of hell for what I'm about to say. Fortunately, my listeners who still possess a functional brain understand that I try to speak the truth and tell it like it is. And although I'm almost certainly to be accused of sounding harsh, of being a cold, hard, conservative, and or racist, so be it. One of the very first casualties of a disintegrating society is the truth, because a disintegrating society loses its ability to reason, and anyone telling the truth is made out to be inherently evil, because they refuse to conform to an ideology based on ignorance and stupidity. So because I refuse to do so, because my brain has not been turned to mush due to using marijuana or other drugs, I stand pat. I stand guilty as charged. I could talk for hours about the ramifications of this border situation, but I tend to be a stickler for concision. Besides, I know you're probably really busy. You might be, for example, trying to find a job, and I really hope you do. That is, if you still can, if that position hasn't been filled by somebody that'll work for less, a lot less. What we basically have is three dysfunctional elements going on here. There are other elements as well, but I'm going to stick to just these primary three. You have the Mexican government, which is notoriously corrupt, and that's putting it very mildly. If you don't think it's heavily influenced by drug cartels at the least, if not outright controlled at worst, your naivete is on a whole nother level. Then there's the U.S. government, at least as far as its interactions with the Mexican government is concerned, is also corrupt. Because business absolutely loves slave labor, which, much like China, America has enjoyed for several decades. And if you're not aware of that, well, maybe you should set your bong down for just a few minutes and give this a listen. The third element, of course, is the Mexican people themselves. And we're going to get to that. But for the time being, let's just talk about the U.S. government and where they really are on all this. So keep listening. You'll either laugh, cry, or maybe even a bit of both. You see, the U.S. government, which is in fact a subsidiary of many corporations and the unbelievably wealthy individuals who own those corporations, the oligarchs, basically don't want to rock the boat. They've had this very comfortable and ungodly profitable scheme 
going on for several decades. And the last thing any intelligent mobster wants to do is anything which is going to interfere with their business. And as a matter of fact, they are so completely committed to that vision that they don't give a damn how many of its citizens, aka wage slaves, have increasingly difficult times making ends meet and continue to spiral down into poverty. I believe the simple term they use amongst themselves to describe our situation is fuck them. At least until the next election cycle, when the bullshit cycle of endless promises starts all over again. Now, where I was... Oh, oh yes. Our corrupt U.S. government. <clears throat> so, for many years, everything was pretty much hunky-dory with these governmental mob representatives. But then something changed. You see, when they became wealthy and powerful enough, the consortium of drug cartels, just as they did and continue to do throughout South America, started wanting a bigger cut of the financial pie. So they figured it was their time to make their move into America. The old mob in D.C. have gotten, well, old, not to mention complacent. So they devised a plan that has been working quite well so far. The cartels, working with their own government, which they basically own now, devised a plan to take over America by sending millions of their own people across the border to establish a solid Mexican presence, which they certainly have done. <laughs> Establishing communities, businesses, professional positions, schools, libraries, factories, you name it, with absolutely no end in sight. The inevitable and predictable consequence of this, like a cancerous tumor growth, the tentacles of their culture have become so intertwined as there is a feeling of helplessness, of ever being able to reverse the process. This is taking place just as a, like a boa constrictor kills its prey. I just want to add at this point that I can't sit here and say with absolute certainty whether or not this was done as a plan. But regardless of whether it did or didn't, this is exactly what is taking place. This is what corruption does, and this is exactly the way cartels operate. And if you think America is immune to the power of international drug cartels, or any cartels for that matter, please look it up or watch a few YouTube videos. You might want to put out the bong, though. Marijuana tends to interfere with your concentration. At this point, <clears throat> if you've had the courage to hear me out, I applaud you. I believe it speaks volumes about a person's character to be willing to hear something out, especially if it goes against your own ethical or ideological stance in life. Thank you. I would predict that at some point in the distant future, when historians are talking about how America fell, how it became the United States of Mexico, 
Much like the epic story of the fall of Rome, how did it happen? How did a country with supposedly the strongest military in the world allow itself to be taken over by a country with essentially no military by comparison? The answer, as incredible as it may sound, was through osmosis, drug and culture osmosis, marijuana, that seemingly harmless drug that turns regular users into relaxed, childlike, complacent morons, also had a very big role. The argument over marijuana should not be about its danger as far as triggering violence, unlike alcohol, which often is directly associated with violence, marijuana simply mellows you out. But to the point where you essentially are a semi-functional imbecile. If anybody old enough to have seen the movie The Big Lebowski and what a cultural icon Jeffrey the Dude Lebowski was, could imagine him saying something like this. Hey, like, why are you being so hard on the Mexicans, man? They're not hurting anybody. They just want jobs, man. They just want a better life, man. This finally brings me to the issue of the Mexican invaders themselves. I'm sure that many of you have heard the phrase that they use that has become pretty much a catchphrase that they just want a better life. I call bullshit. Just because you want a better life doesn't give you the right to invade our country to get it. Some of them call out political asylum. Again, I call bullshit. The Mexicans are not the Jews of the 1940s Germany. I have heard absolutely no reports of mass concentration camps or factories killing thousands and thousands of Mexicans by working them to death. Thousands of Mexicans are not being rounded up throughout Mexico and sent to work in death camps. There are many aspects of Mexican life that are terrible for many Mexicans, especially all the crimes that come with the cartels. I'm not denying that. They have and continue to do many terrible things. But Mexicans are not poor, helpless children. They are far from stupid. And in their heart of hearts, they know what needs to be done. But they choose not to do that. They choose to invade our country. Mexicans need to get rid of the corruption, take back their government and their country, not invade our country. Inevitably, bringing the same dysfunctional bullshit with them that will eventually and inevitably destroy ours. The bottom line is that if the Mexican government continues to refuse to control its citizens from crossing into our country, the U.S. government needs to, by any means necessary. Until next Monday or Friday, this is Ernest, wishing you peace and good things.